Welcome back to Two Boys, One Mike. I am your host, Luca, joined by... Michelle Seuss. Michelle joining us from either his new apartment or the bathroom of a club he likes to go often. Yeah, do you hear uh, Sexy Bitch by David Guetta playing in the background? That's all I ever hear. Taking you back to 2009. Michelle, what's going on? It looks like you're looking at your phone. You have notes for us. No, I'm I'm trying to decide what light to put for the... Uh, these are cool. the Amsterdam red light district. It's a bit intense. Very Revenge of the Sith. I like blue. Blue's nice. Blue. Yeah, I would stick with blue. Blue's stick like, with blue. Did you get these when you moved in? You're like, I need to feng shui. Yeah, because uh, I guess this is kind of a funny story. Of uh, I feel like a lot of my comedy is about how inept I am. <laughs> yeah, I could. Uh, I, I could understand yeah. that. So um, I was shown this apartment. I'm like, yo, it looks sick, blah, blah, blah. But he shows it to me, like, super bright day. Like, the sun comes in, like, like all throughout the day. That's sick. So, yeah, like, I would just assume there's lights in the place, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's lights in, like, the kitchen and, like, the, the front, like, door area. Yeah. But none in the family room or in the bedroom. So when I moved in all my stuff, it was, like, 7 p.m. It was, like, dark. Mm. I like go to find the lights for the family room and the bedroom. And there's no lights, <laughs> and I'm like, I need to. You couldn't get uh, the the LEDs are cool, but you didn't consider consider getting like an adult light, like a real light with a like uh, a lamp, like a lamp. Get... Yeah, I'll probably get a lamp too. But this, this is, is cool. Yeah, it's like one of my friends did this yeah. at his place, and I'm oh, like, it is sick. What's how cool. come it goes down like a quarter of the way on the left, and then because you know, the like... wire, uh, yeah. the power outlet. Oh. like you need the wire to go up well very yeah, cool so an- another funny story this is why you need girls for decor yeah i was just really. gonna put it like my height like arm length mm-hmm. so, so like not all the way to the ceiling so three and a half feet yeah exactly <laughs> i'm kidding i knew there's a height joke i'm coming. just kidding you're not short you're not short hey i identify six foot four okay yeah don't you have a joke about that i feel like i remember you saying that yeah was- it's part of my jason samosa joke Nice. Actually, that could lead us into a comedy bit I'm working on. But it, let's, let's start with uh, let's start with our last shows, and then we'll do we'll keep the bits. All right. the, keep the same. We'll kind start of with you because you've been a, a powerhouse the last wow. week. I don't know about powerhouse, but I think we both have two shows to share. No, or you had one. I don't remember. I you had. had you had I one. Think I had one. Yeah. Like I had the Sunday, and then you were the next day, but then you right. also. Did like the the Saturday. opening for your dad right. show thing. The, yeah. What was that Saturday? Yeah. So I did. Okay. I'll I'll start then. So I did Monday night at a new place that I've never been. I don't think you yeah. have either. McKibbins. I've been as a a patron. Patron, but, but not I, as a patron of the comedy show or patron of the the bar. No, the just the bar. I yeah. didn't even know they did comedy shows. Me neither. So I got there and it was second floor. Uh, I didn't even know they had a second floor. But oh, um, second floor is nice. I did my birthday there once. Oh really? And there's a bunch of pub crawls I went to where I didn't drink, but I still had fun. Yeah, it's sick because there's like the whole area in the back. Yeah. So that kind of, I'm assuming that's where you would have done it. And then there's the stage in the front. So it was cool. It was a new place. Uh, packed. It was packed for a Monday night. Even like the organizers were like, were, like asking people like, how come you came out here on a Monday night? Like my friends came and I was worried that they wouldn't even have seating. They had to sit separately because there were nice. so many people. Yeah, it was crazy. But it's also um, organized by uh, Sugar Sammy's brother, right? Yeah. So that whole uh, organization, what's it called? Montreal Comedy MTL Club? Comedy Club. So what's up with that? Do they just have spots everywhere? or 
Yeah, I think uh, his name is Sid. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, I said his name. Whatever. Okay, it's okay. Not like he'll listen to this. But <laughs> well, you never know yeah, if you he, are. Hey, he Sid. like. I think he does like a show like pretty much every day at a different spot. Like yeah, I guess Mondays is McKibben's, Wednesdays Melrose Pizzeria. He does like pop yeah. ups at Melrose yeah. on Friday too. Yeah, my friend was um, telling me about Melrose. He said it's cool that I, I should check it out. Yeah, that's where I did uh the one show after like. The first show I did for him, he asked yeah, yeah. me to come to Wednesday. It was at Melrose. Okay, that's sick. And then, um, yeah, he does like Delhi Planet on Thursdays and Saturdays. Okay, nice. So basically, like every day, I think he does Lord William Pub too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, they apparently they took that over, right? That's where Sushil used to do it. I don't know if they took it over from him. I think they just happened to also do it there. <laughs> I oh yeah, yeah, but that's what I. Anyways, so. Yeah, so I did that. It was cool. I have a curse, though. I always go before last. It's it's always that. I've never not gone before last. Do you have, like, a, a place that you usually go up? I think I've done, like, the whole lineup. At the well, beginning? Never first. I've done second. Yeah, I've done, yeah. I think I even did last once because yeah. uh, it was at Hurley's, like, mm-hmm. uh, the Monday show. Okay. So yeah, I whatever. It's, I I don't love that spot because you're just there stewing in your anxiety the whole time, you yeah. know. But it went, yeah, it went all right. It went pretty well. It was just like uh, I think the fact that it was a new place and my friends were right in the front row. I would say it. Uh, I even said it after. I didn't feel great about the performance, although like I watched it later on video. My friend uh, recorded it and it, and it was like it was fine, you know. Yeah. But I, w- I would say it was in my bottom thirtieth percentile of shows if I had to rank it. Oh really? But it was new, all new material. No, uh, all new except for one joke. So I have one joke that's like the staple that I kind of write around because I know it's I mm. can either put it at the beginning and gain confidence, or put it at the end. Uh, yeah. Which actually, oh, actually, you know what's funny? So at this show, I did something that I've never done, Michelle. Brand new. Okay, not Put a the shirt off. The, yes, but also you did the Bert Kreischer. No, I I basically so I had an idea of a joke, but never really wrote it down. And then I realized at the end that I had still had like a minute left. So I just said the joke that I had never really prepared. Yeah, you're a lot braver than me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was crazy, though. Because it's one thing to have the joke idea, but you actually have to formulate the order of the words, too. So yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You're just just like, so I had this idea and then you just like. So basically what I said, what I said was like, oh, look, I'm like, I still have some time. So then I went into it and uh, it it was okay. It got some laughs. And then I didn't know how to end it. And like a gift. Yeah, that's the thing. But a gift from God. The waiter dropped this plate, big smash. And I'm like, all right, guys, that's my cue to get off. That gets a laugh. And I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> or else I wouldn't have known how to end it. Or else I would have been like, oh, I guess that's it for me. Well, so, probably not great for that waiter. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably not great for that. Right. Dent in his paycheck for that day. But yeah, but great for me. And then uh, afterwards, I told you, um, as I was walking home, my friend had sent me the video after I hung out with them a bit. And I'm listening to it, like, in my ear as I'm walking to my car. And I just hear my name. And the guy, Ben, who's uh, one of the organizers of the show, yeah. taps me on the shoulder. He's like, he's with this other guy. He's like, come to Hurley's. You know, come do two sets in one night. He's like, I'm sure you've never done that. It'll be good for you. So I go there. And it's like a comedian hang. Like, any comedian you've seen at the open mics is there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I hang out there a bit and then at like 1030, they all kind of rush in and I, I was like smoking a cigarette. So I just stayed outside, finished it. I was talking to someone. Then I went back in and this guy I know that was performing at the other show was like, hey, sign your name on the sheet if you want to go up. Mm-hmm. So I look at the list and it's literally 
like a like a one of those Hillroy copy books, and from the yeah. first line to the last line, the name's already filled to the <laughs> point where I'm like, should I just create another list? And he said, yeah, make another list. So I'm there. It's ten thirty. I work the next day. I'm sitting at a table. Yeah, that's a, I don't get. I guess. Do you think most people we perform with have like other jobs or comedies like their main thing? I, man, I feel like they have. Because it's have hard them. to make money. Like even to make money, like yeah, the, the producer of the MTL comedy shows, mm. he posted like a a paid show like on Facebook. Yeah, and fifteen bucks. Mm. Like even if you make like let's say you do like three shows a night every night. Like what do you mean fifteen bucks? bucks though? Like fifteen bucks for a spot. Oh, to oh, someone's paying you fifteen bucks for the spot. Yeah, like the yeah. MTL comedy. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That was a paid set. Okay, okay. And like, like, let I feel like doing three shows in one night is already a lot. Like, yeah, some of them do. So Forty five dollars per day. Like, you can't mm. live off that. <laughs> no, you can't. And and to be honest, that's like, okay, the level we're at, that's like the upper echelon of the level we're at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it takes time. Like, I think you just have to, uh, it's a grind, man. Like one of the guys that, that I was performing with, I had seen him at the nest and I think it was his first month, maybe like five months ago. And I'm like, have you been doing it a lot? He's like every single night. He does yeah. it. He does it every night. So you, no, could, we're, you could, we're posers for sure. We're posers for <laughs> sure. We, you could, cause you could grind and find spots if you wanted to. Like, if yeah. you really, really wanted but to. But they're, they're not like paid and also. No, no. No, yeah. they're, no, they're definitely not paid. But just to finish my early story. So I was there and I was talking to the guy and this other comedian. Um, and they're like, yeah, uh, goes on to like one thirty, And you look yeah. at the and you look at the room and it's like just other comedians. So you're like, mm -hmm. go on stage and say the same jokes I just did in front of like actual audience. But for 15 open micers and, and listen again, I'm not knocking it. I think it's great to go do your reps. Yeah. I personally just wasn't ready for it that night. Yeah. So, like I crossed my name off the list. And there's myself. nobody to that's harder to make laugh than other comedians. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree. You think it's like they don't want to laugh, or they're just already... I, I I really don't know. Yeah, because I'll be like doing like I I mean on my end I think it's more I'm if I haven't performed yet I'm just in my own head reciting my own thing so I'm not Same. listening. Same. But when like if I've gone and I'm just watching other people like. I don't know. I feel like a regular crowd person. One, yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm not like you, like you said, even if I've already performed, then I'm fully engaged in your set. But yeah. it's it's human nature to be nervous when you have to go do public yeah. speaking. You know. So yeah, I, I didn't do it. I would like to do it eventually, but again, like it it is late. It's like it's fucking late. Like if you unless yeah, you get there, early, that's the only thing. Yeah, like you said, we're posers. Those are the real hustlers out there. Yeah, like big risk. Like I feel like ninety percent of the people I perform with do it like every day almost. Yeah, because you'll see the ones that are performing all the time. I'm sure there's others kind of like us that do it more. But also, part of me, and who knows, maybe deep rooted, this is just a rationalization for not doing it all the time. Mm. Like I feel like, well, you're more um, experimental than me. Like mm. you do like new stuff every single time, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But I have like my same like four sets and i'm probably never gonna do my first one again because it's not that good compared to the rest yeah like if i were to do my like mike tyson or racism thing seven yeah. days in a row like i i feel like i'd lose some of the enthusiasm for it so that's yeah but i think you would replace it with other things like you would maybe not in not material but you would get so comfortable doing it that you would throw in some crowd work you know 
Yeah. So then after doing that same set 50 times, and to be honest, if you were to do it 50 times, I'm sure there are some things you would tweak and fine tune that it wouldn't, mm -hmm. really, it wouldn't always be the same, you know? Yeah. That's kind of like, I have one bit, the, the bit I do about Duolingo that I think you've seen. Mm -hmm. So I, that's one that kind of has came out and back into the set, but it's the only one that I've really kept. And I've changed it that it's all, it's still like the same bones of the, of the initial joke, but I feel like it's very different now. And I know like, I'll, when I tell you about the other show a bit, I'll tell you an interesting thing about when I performed it, but um, it's fun, like reworking it. And because um, at the end of the day, like you're, you're, when you create a set, you're, that's, that's your product, right? Like yeah. you're selling that product. You want people to yeah. like that product. If you always change, I guess you're the product too. Anyways, I'm babbling. Hey, that's what this pod's for, man. Babbling, babbling boys. But yeah. What about your show? Let's hear about yeah. So anyways, I left and then uh No, you have your dad show to talk about too. You want to do back to back <laughs> Luca Luca stories? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So I had my annual uh, nepotism baby show where I where I go. <laughs> annual. Yeah, because I did one last year, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. This is the second show for the listeners who don't know, my dad's also a comedian. So there's that. And so my dad kind of like book shows as well. Um, and I'm nowhere near the level of the other comedians who are on the show, to be honest. Like, they've been doing it for many, many years. And Yeah, there's that one guy. I think he was the headliner. I've seen him at the Nest. He's really good. Yeah, he's. it's funny because there was a girl and a guy that performed that night with me. And they're both hosting the Nest this week. It's just a, a weird, <laughs> it's like a weird occurrence. But yeah, they were amazing. And um, so so the, even the last time my dad does this thing, he doesn't tell people I'm his son until after the show. Because he doesn't want, like, I don't know... Uh, either favoritism or whatever and he because he wants it to be like a real gig you know yeah um so they so my name the whole well, i'm introducing myself as lj because luca jared so that was my name the whole fucking night <laughs> and uh so basically how it worked is my dad's the the mc yeah and there there is uh a girl who went on i don't know the you had, i posted a picture i don't know if you know her that's you uh, i knew the guy but i don't think i know the girl yeah, she was really good. So she went on first. Then there was this French guy. So this was th this was a benefit. And the majority of the people were like really Anglo. So I'm like, I wonder how this French guy is going to do. And dude, when I say he killed, he fucking killed. But like mm -hmm. killed. I was like to the point where I was nervous about my show. But he took me out of it and I was dying of laughter. This guy was amazing. Literally amazing. Nice. Um. Yeah. So then I went on. I did. My dad's like, you could do five to eight minutes, and I'm like, listen, it's gonna be a tight five. I don't know if I'm gonna <laughs> eight minutes. Um. So I did. Uh, so it was. It was the first time I had a joke that actually like. So I have the Duolingo thing, and I'm so comfortable saying it now that I know where the appropriate pauses are, and as opposed to the last show that I'm like went mediocre early. This one I really like applied myself to the pauses. And it was the first time I had a joke that got like some applause, you know, when there's like a little break, laughter, applause. So I'm like, this was a, that was a good feeling. Nice. So, yeah. So that joke kind of uh, was that. And then at the end, uh, my dad came up. He's like, oh, just to let you guys know, this is my son and <laughs> cute little moment. And uh, yeah, then I tried to get out of there as fast as possible. Why? No, I'm just kidding. I had a, I had somewhere to be, but uh, no, I, I stuck around a bit. It was, it was honestly, it was an awesome event. Like the owner of the place was really cool. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was food and drinks. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was, it was Bordeaux. No, no, no. This was, um, okay. So it was in like the, so it was a Taekwondo school fundraiser. They oh, do, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They do yeah. it every year. And I initially went into the wrong building. I go into this like church and there's like these two guys, like, why are you here? 
And I'm like, oh, I'm here for. It sounds like you walked in on a molestation. <laughs> it, it was weird though a bit. I walked in and they're like, uh, are, I'm like, I'm performing. You walked into a church and there's two guys there. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, are you part of the gangbang? I'm like, no. No, he's like, I'm like, I'm one of the guys performing. And he's like, did this guy hire you? I'm like, no, Franco. And then he's like, you're in the wrong place. So then I went. <laughs> then all night I saw the inverse happening. People that were supposed to go to that church were coming there. And anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and that's that. It went well, and now uh, here we are. Tell us about uh, your thing. How was your show? Uh, my show was pretty, like, it was good. Like, um, I did my Mike Tyson thing this time. That was not your first time performing that bit? Uh, well, like, this, the MTL Comedy Club show, I did the racism stuff the first time, and the Melrose yeah. restaurant, I did it there, too. Okay, okay. Because that was like my thing that like won them over, the host, I guess. Not the host, the producer. Yeah. But this time I wanted to do the Tyson stuff, see how that held up. And yeah, the Mike Tyson's just like a funny character. So like mm. I feel like that already like cause the first like minute and a half is me like it's like l- laughs, but not like like dying laughing. It's more just like like oh that's up. funny. Okay. But okay, okay. then like it's more just a lead into the Tyson stuff. And that's when like I feel like if I recorded myself, you could probably visibly see me like like yeah, more comfortable. Get ready to like this is the good stuff kind of Okay, nice. What is so yeah. it, it your your opening stuff leads into the Mike Tyson stuff? Yeah. Like I, I still think it's funny. Like if you're like I feel like like if you're like Caucasian, it's not mm-hmm. as funny. Because I'm just talking about how like my parents would mispronounce things, and then like I would learn that's the way to say things in English, and then I'd go to school mm. and say it, and like people be like, "What the fuck are you saying?" and then make fun of me, and then like I use that to lead into like how like some people got picked on and made something great of their life, and I started talking about Mike Tyson. Okay, nice. That's a good lead-in. Yeah, but um. Yeah, like the the MC of that show told me after that him and the producer thought I was really good, nice. and like to keep writing. But cool. I I think the more interesting stories I went to the Comedy Nest on Friday. Oh, you did? Yeah, Who'd like some of my friends wanted to go. Who'd you see? There's this guy and Charlie Demer. He's from like Alberta or something. Oh, okay. Vancouver. But like he's the head. They always like have like guys from out of town as headliners, right? Did you go to the eight thirty or the ten thirty? The eight. Okay, because they usually do two shows back to back. Yeah. So that's the thing. Remember, um, I think it was Sushel who told us like we could go for like free. Yeah, yeah. I I went once and I didn't pay. Yeah, because I went like maybe a month ago or two months ago to a ten thirty show because like I'm like I had nothing to do. Yeah. And. um, I didn't know the the door person really that well. It was like a girl I performed with. I oh. think this. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh like like I never really talked to her in the back. Like we never became like Yeah, she didn't know she didn't know who you were or maybe she did. I don't know. But I I just like said like hey, can I get one ticket and she charged me and Really? Uh, guess I'm not that special. Damn. And then this time cuz it said 80% capacity. Mm. I, I bought a ticket beforehand like online okay. yeah i show up there and it's uh the usual guy who's there yeah yeah and he's like man why did you pay for a ticket you could go in for free like as long as we have space i'm like fuck like yeah 
yeah, <laughs> definitely use. Well, those I don't, don't want to presume and like show up and be like, I've performed here. One hundred percent. The time <laughs> I had went, uh, I I fully had my wallet out, and he's like, "No, nah, man, you're a comedian. Yeah, go in." You know, and I'm like, "Shit." Yeah. But like the website said, eighty percent capacity, so I just I didn't want to miss the show. Either. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. How but, was the show? Was it good? Yeah, like part of me wanted to go just to see like professional professionals. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the like the three lead-in people I've performed with all of them. Okay. Actually, not not one of them, but um, like I mainly went for the main guy to see like how someone who uh performs like 40 minutes like paces mm. themselves and like yeah that's always cool to do especially it's kind of like a, a master class like i yeah. was like taking mental notes that's cool and and did he live up to your expectations yeah he's really good yeah i think some people even like i think he might be like pretty famous because i saw people taking pictures of him that's cool yeah but i'm sure did he do quite a bit of crowd work or uh not really like the crowd was pretty like great that night like they're okay. laughing and everything so he would just like occasionally say like you guys are a great crowd but mm. he didn't really like i remember like maybe like one moment where he like interacted with one couple but okay that's yeah. what's cool about um uh, like a bit longer of a set because like even when i when i would did like seven minutes it's like not long enough to kind of deep dive into the crowd but if you're starting to do like anywhere upwards of 10 you could kind of throw in like a two three minutes of like getting to know the crowd which i find is cool you know yeah i'm still not brave enough to do that it'll it'll get i think what what really built my confidence was making up that joke on the spot i'm like you know what it went okay like by all it didn't kill by any means but it got laughs I made it up on the spot and, you know, that was like, okay, I could think on my feet, you know, so. You, you humiliated the waiter. <laughs> I do. I needed, I, needed, I feel yeah. like he did it on purpose. He saw me fucking, he's like, okay, I'll break this glass for you. I'll big up you one time. I think I mentioned it before, but one of like my biggest pet peeves is when like a waiter drops something mm. and then someone in the restaurant thinks they're really creative and they yell Opa. Yeah. And I'm like, you're a loser. You know why they do that? <laughs> yeah. Like it's part of a, is it Greek culture? You got it, man. Yeah. No, because I know Jewish people break glass too, but I don't think they say that. <laughs> I don't think they say that either. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, they say mazel tov. I don't know if they say that when they break a glass. Oh, I don't know. Listen to us, a bunch <laughs> of uncultured swines. But no, it's always like someone who thinks they're the funniest person in the world when they do that. I'm like, like the person's embarrassed enough. Like, <laughs> I don't know. If, like, I, I don't like this waiter was not embarrassed. I think like, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying like you, like yours was like properly timed, but like. I, and I didn't even mention it to him. I didn't even mention it. Like, I'd even say like, thank God the waiter did. I just said, oh, yeah. that's my cue to get off stage. You know, yeah. Glasses. You're not like, oh, look at this idiot. I'm like, everyone stop the fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> put the light on this fucking idiot. He's ruining yeah. everything. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Yeah, so that, that's like actually a pretty high pet peeve for me is when people do that Opa thing. Because really? they always think they're like the first person ever to think of that joke. It's very <laughs> okay. On the same like uh, train of thought, I also you hate do it. that. No, no, I hate that when people <laughs> make jokes that everyone makes and they think it's funny. Yeah, I don't I don't have another example now? I'm trying to think of one. I have like one friend who always does things like I that. that I can't shit. think of. I can't think of that. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like those things that like people say one of those things, and then yeah. everyone says them. And you no, you know what? Another thing that really annoys me is. When people think like being sarcastic is like the most like unique like 
characteristic trait and like yeah i don't know no i know (laughs) what you mean you and correct me if i'm wrong most more most of the time it's a girl that'll that'll do that yeah right okay not not in any bad way but it's just like that i i didn't say it man you said it (laughs) we hate no i'm just kidding kidding. all this time you guys thought it was luca today on the podcast it's actually andrew tate that's right here we are get out of the matrix tell us tell us about how many bugattis you have so I have 17 Bugattis and <laughs> you need to get out of the matrix and you need to buy my drop shipping. Yeah, products. somebody's been watching some Tate reels. Bro, you tell me I you haven't, haven't. I haven't even sent you any. I've seen like he got popular like just so quick, right? You get popular so quick. Uh, it's like the weirdest thing because they say he's canceled, but then he's just like everywhere somehow still. There's now cancel bypasses. There's like new uh, platforms you could go on and, you know, and not be canceled and stuff. No, even like Instagram, he's everywhere. Yeah, because yeah, third party uh, places yeah. all post the stuff. You're a big take. Uh, let, let's not get flagged and let's stop talking about him. Yeah, I know we said his name one too many times, but I mean, based on your tank top, the lights in the background, this is a new look for you. Look, Last I got the, the chest tattoo like him too. No, Did you really? Oh shit! No. Do you have any tattoos? I have one. Baby angel on your lower back. What is that? Jason, you, you know, you're the, you, you were the, giving me back shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, I got, I, I got I too not, graphic. I did it. not see that coming at all. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to tell them. No, what is it for real? You ever see those really bad, like back, like uh, back shots, tramp tram stamps, <laughs> like yeah. the really bad one? Like Never I saw person. one that, like, it's a tramp stamp and it says diarrhea. Like, why would you choose that word out of all the words in the English language to tattoo above your ass? In all fairness, makes sense. Makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, basically, you know. What I, I mean, mean, if you're if you're trying to be hot, like that's like the last yeah. thing. You should I, and I've and I've never seen a fan of diarrhea. No, no. I actually saw a reel the other day. No. Oh, I, the like, girl. No, no. Oh, I Wait, thought it was the, the, the Toronto girl. Oh, the the waste man, the one. Yeah, no, no, about. not her. But there's a, you know, what Channel Five News is the YouTube uh, channel. Anyways, no. it's this guy that goes to different places, and he went to, he went to do the Toronto man's video, and he saw a girl, and she was saying how she likes when guys. Anyways, fill in the rest based on what we we're talking about. Yeah, but uh, no, the real I saw was like uh, four out of five people suffer from diarrhea, and then it's mm. like the one person who enjoys <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's the guy uh, from. Uh, you know the guy who plays young Professor X in the X-Men movies? Michael Fassbender. No, the other guy. Damn, the fact that I even kind of knew that. Was that the kind ball, of right? He plays Magneto. He's like right. the, that was the kind of, That was kind of right. Yeah, it's the other guy, though. He's I've never in, watched it. I never watched it. He's James McAvoy. Oh, the guy from uh, that M. Night Shyamalan. Split, Split yeah. Split. The guy who... Uh, has like 23 personalities. I, f- I really didn't like the ending of that movie where it just turns out he's like he's a superhero. Fuck that. I didn't but like then it. it leads into a, a, a superhero third... movie. No, but it's like it leads into a third movie where he fights with Bruce Willis. Yeah, fuck that. I fu- You like superhero movies? I thought that was also just a horror movie. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, this is DC versus Marvel. I like superhero movies depending on the character. I feel I yeah. find they're for big babies superhero movies. I thought that too, but then like I like Iron Man, but yeah, it's because I like the character. It's not necessarily because of like oh he's shooting stuff out of his hand. Yeah, but you're also a big baby. Yeah, that's true. 
I don't know. I never got into it. I'm sure you know what's gonna happen one day. I'm gonna watch a superhero movie. Steph's brother also always tells me that Avengers Endgame is the best movie ever made. Have no, it's not the best ever. He says I mean, it's, it's the highest grossing movie ever, but it's because they built up to it for like 12 years. Is it? It cooked Avatar? Yeah. Really? Because like, you know how they have the whole universe? This I know. I know. It's like it took like 10 years just to lead up to that movie. Really? So like it was like so much anticipation, right? Like how is it going to end? Uh, did you watch it? Yeah. The, okay and if like let's say okay i watched the first avengers i watched like what the first iron man i watched all the first would i understand the end game or i have to go through that whole genealogy tree of avengers movies there, there's some you could skip but i'm sure there's like a like a 10 minute like ref, like refresher video on youtube somewhere yeah. I, it's not the best movie ever sorry steph's brother i'll tell him i'll tell him i don't know what the best movie ever is I mean, you could have favorite movie. It's so hard. I feel like you would have to dial down by a genre. Well, we're already at ten minutes left. Yeah. What What What's your favorite movie ever? Uh, yeah, it's it's like impossible. Black Mountain. Yeah. No, that's my. Uh... Anyways. Um. No, I I I it depends the genre. Like, I really really like uh, the movie Drive. Right. With our boy Ryan Goss. Really. I love it. I, I love I love Ryan Gosling, but do you, do you ever watch I, I didn't really get that movie. Like he has like three lines and he's just driving around again, and not to be <laughs> repetitive, but Big Baby. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding, but uh, yeah, I even have a poster of it up here. Maybe I should rewatch it, but it's my like one of my favorite movies, honestly. What What's it about it that you like so much? I'm I'm a sucker for like a vibe, like a vibey movie. So sometimes even Steph will say like I'm I'm pretentious. Like even the books I read, they're like. Like I, uh, I'll read like an Ernest Hemingway book just because his name is Ernest Hemingway and it sounds pretentious. So <laughs> I'm a sucker for the vibe. So I don't know if I actually like them or if I'm just I want to like them. But Drive I actually like. Drive I actually like. Um, I don't know. The, you, what's your favorite movie? I actually don't know. But See, actually, you, speaking of Ryan Gosling, probably one of the most life changing movies I've watched is Crazy Stupid Love. Very. Oh yeah, we spoke about this already. An, ama- an amazing yeah. movie. I love that movie, but that that doesn't fall under uh, under best movies by no means. No. Um, but... I re- I really like uh, the movie Nocturnal Animals. You ever hear that with Jake Gyllenhaal? Watch that one. Oh, is that where he's like a photographer? No, I feel like we've already had this conversation, and you said that. No, that's Nightcrawler. Oh, I like I like Interstellar. Great movie. I've heard of it, but I didn't watch it. Did you ever watch American Psycho? Yeah, dude, we've already spoken about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, American Psycho is up there, too. That, I think it's in my top 10, American Psycho. See, that, too, like, I watched it, but I'm like, I don't get the hype. So that's the thing. <sighs> yeah. There's, like, a couple of scenes where I'm like, this is a cool scene, but. Because <laughs> just like Drive, it's like one of those movies that you could kind of read up on it for hours after. There's so many theories. Was he actually killing them? Was he just going crazy? Is this just a. Uh, you know, is this just a, a narration on the current like lifestyle? Anyways, mm-hmm. it was there's a bunch of things you go on you go into about it. That's why I like when there's a deeper meaning, unlike Baby Avengers, where it's Thor getting mad at the Hulk for fucking stealing the Twix bar or whatever they fucking fight about. Hey, this is a problem we have with Steph's brother, not me. I said it wasn't the best movie ever. Best movie ever. The Gaul. The absolute Gaul. I know, I know. I'm saying him. Uh, I'll think about it and tell you next time I see you. Or, you uh, you'll, you'll watch I'll, it? 
or what? No, no, my favorite movie ever. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely jumped the gun with Drive. It's not my favorite movie, but it's one the movie I've laughed the hardest at ever is Harold and Kumar one. Great movie, yeah. It's just like usually I don't like like stupid shit like Mm. like it's like kind of like Family Guy kind of humor. Yeah, I like that. It's just like so funny for some reason. I don't know why. What about Superbad? Yeah, Superbad's good too. Actually, I watched the a movie the other day. And I'm like, this is like the most complete movie ever. It was just so good. It was such some random shit, but it was so good. It was like a movie from 2001. I'd never heard of it. I was home and I'm like, fuck it. I'll watch it while I was doing something else. And it's kind of going to be a little little blue ball for you because I don't know the name at all. But it was 50 Shades of Grey. No, it was so good, though. It was like this guy, this super rich guy, and he's with this girl. And he finds out the girl's cheating on him. And there's like these two twists. The girl ends up being way richer than him, which was a weird twist. And then the guy she's cheating on with the other guy goes and tell her, I want you to kill her. So he tries to hire her to kill the wife. It's fucking crazy. It's amazing. Is that uh, the one with Morgan Freeman? No, no. Honestly, the guy, like if you write the opposite of Morgan Freeman, that's the actor. It's like this white, <laughs> like this white old guy. Well, the so, um, oh, why am I forgetting? Tom Hanks. No, 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 no. Handsomer than Tom Hanks. Okay, let's talk about something funny for the last six minutes. Okay, go. Uh, share your uh, share your potential bit. I forgot what I was talking about at the beginning of the pod, but the one I was telling you about this weekend. Mm. So, like, I think you agreed with me as a guy. Mm. Like, let's say you're just at a grocery store or, like, in my case, you're at a dog park with your dog. Mm. And some, like eight-year-old like kid comes and starts talking to you and his parents are nowhere in sight like would you feel uncomfortable or not if yeah for sure a hundred percent right because like as a guy you just always feel like you're guilty until proven innocent so if that kid's parents just show up at some point in the conversation they're gonna be like why is this bearded brown guy talking to the kid so like i'm like oh like yeah his name is Jax, and he's like oh how old is he and like the kid would get like really close to me and like mm. I would like take like five steps back and then he'd keep coming close to me. I'm like, this is what it feels like to be a hot girl at a bar with like a pushy guy who doesn't get the hint. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. But I was testing out this bit at a poker night the other day. Hmm. The big poker guy? No. Did you I mean I, I like the game, but like I don't play regularly. Oh. Like Did if you... I get invited to one, I'd be down to play. Damn, I had one at my house uh, like last week. I should have told you. Sick invite. Sick invite. Must have lost it in the mail. It was pretty much a last minute thing that we've been planning for four months. Yeah, that's what everyone tells me. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I won. I won. I got a hand, four kings, played it beautifully. No way. Did you bluff? You threw in some bluffs there? Like it's not, I mean, you wouldn't bluff with four kings, right? No, oh, sorry. You, I'm when idiot. you have a hand like that, you have to be like kind of conservative. Because if you put too much first, they're like, fuck it, I'm out. And then you waste like an amazing hand. So what'd you do? So, like I like slowly raise, raise, raise. And then mm-hmm. one guy's just like, I'm going all in. So I like, touched him and I wrecked him. Do you guys do like a winner takes all? Or you just dip when you want to dip? Well, like it kept going because we were like six, seven people. And then mm-hmm. it was like two o'clock and I'm like, all right. I'm Shit. You guys do what? It would have ended at like five. Fuck. And you guys do what? Like 20 bucks or like? 50 bucks yeah like i didn't even take the money in the end we each what? Put like five bucks each and then like you could buy back in 
dude that sucks listen there's i think like, in the end like i would have made like 22 bucks so minus my five like seven like this re- this is really adding to the you're a big baby <laughs> why big baby i'm generous I no no i know but there, there's something about you have to like even if you don't want the money there is again i'm gonna there's another movie okay there's a movie about poker actually it's called rounders you ever hear of this i think so okay I think it's Rounders. It might be a different one for any poker movie buff listening. There's this guy, Edward Norton. He's in jail and he's playing poker and he wins. And they're playing for cigarettes because they don't have money. So when he wins, they give him all the cigarettes. And the big dudes in jail are like, what the fuck are you going to do with all these cigarettes? You don't even smoke. And he's like, yeah, but you have to know that when you gamble, you're you're putting in a risk. So I yeah. feel like you always got to collect even if it, you... you but the have- thing is, it's like uh, we didn't have any... None of us had cash. So mm-hmm. I, E-tran- yeah, yeah. Right, you guys could e-transfer me and like two of the people I just they're really cool yeah they're like we actually want to come to one of your shows you seem pretty funny oh yeah so, I just met them yeah I met them that night and okay. it was like a couple fuck I, I was like kind of reverse racist the guy's name was like okay it's a very common white name his name is Andrew and at one point I'm like uh I called him Daniel like n- nothing is there another the Daniel no, there's oh. no one there named Daniel. <laughs> I just like pick like a random white guy oh, name. Oh, dude, and I'm like, hey, bad. like Daniel, can you pass the the water? And he's like, my name's Andrew. <laughs> is he British? Like, he, he's Australian. Oh, okay, this but, is this poker. But he had like British. Yeah, he was British, but then he moved to Australia. Or something. Oh, so he must have had the craziest fucking accent. Yeah, he just kind of sounded Brit. I feel like British and Australian sound similar. No, so different. But. Uh, I like I told him like I'm so sorry, man. If you want, you call me Kumar once tonight. <laughs> like, Dude, I have the like I don't have enough time now, but I have the worst state like a a naming thing, the worst story ever. Like it haunt like sometimes in the middle of the night I'll think of it and I'm like, tell it one minute. Okay, damn, it's really bad. Um, when I was I was working somewhere, and uh, my boss at the time was Sri Lankan. Oh, uh, you told me this? No, I didn't. This is different. Oh. Okay, go. Uh, and I was dealing with this client a lot. Okay, are you listening? Yeah, I can't even say it though because I don't want to give any names, so I'm not gonna yeah. say it. I'm not gonna say it. Okay, so how are we ending this last thirty seconds? God, I don't with know that blue ball story. Yeah, the yeah. Sorry, yeah, that was a blue ball story. Uh, listen, I'll I'll have a. I'll have yes, more... the blue lights are fitting for this podcast. The first drum to dooms of the night. Uh, listen, I don't know. Do you have anything to plug? You have any shows coming up? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh, I forgot to email the Nest last Yeah, week. same. I honestly, I kind of just wanted the the week off from even thinking about it. After this I, don't, show. I don't have a high success rate with returns from them. I'm, <laughs> a, yeah, I've, yeah, I think you're like five for five. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's because I don't email them that often. Maybe they're like, oh, we haven't seen him in a while. Let's see him, you know? 